Amen. That's a good song, isn't it? Thank the Lord for the message there. Well, stay, remain standing. Please take your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter number 2. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. Just three verses we're going to read here this evening. And verses 11, 12, and 13 of 2 Timothy chapter number 2. And since there's only three verses, let's read them in unison, all right? All three verses, 11, 12, and 13, 2 Timothy chapter 2. You ready? It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. I am so glad for that word, faithful. And uh, the time of message this evening is faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm glad the Lord is faithful, aren't you? I sure am glad that he is. Don't need to work on his faithfulness, that's for sure. Uh, his faithfulness is all right. I suspect sometimes our faithfulness needs worked on. And uh, we'll see what this is all about here this evening. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for the opportunity to meet here this evening. Lord, we're glad we have a place to meet. Lord, I just um, thought a little while ago, there's folks in other countries that it would be illegal to do what we're doing tonight and they will even take a chance on going to what they call an underground church they will sneak around to gather together and uh, yet here we live in a free country and we have the opportunity to go to church whenever we want to and lord I just thank you for the privilege there's a lot of folks don't have the privilege that we have tonight but lord help us to take advantage of what we have Lord, I pray that tonight you'll speak to us about this subject of faithfulness. And Lord, uh, if there's someone not saved, that message really won't be on salvation, but it's always a good time to get saved. And so, Father, bless, and we'll thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I think we live in a time when, when words sometimes are used so loosely and thrown around that uh, we really don't think much about it. Uh, it used to be a time when... Uh, you saw a church had this on the sign it said Baptist Church. Um, you pretty well knew what it was. These days you don't know that. Uh, these days it's changed and you can have the word Baptist on it, but it doesn't mean what it used to mean. And so words are oftentimes just kind of thrown around. One of the words, too, that's thrown around today, it doesn't quite mean what it used to, is the word fundamental. Uh, if you notice on our signs, at the sign out here and the sign up there, uh, the, word, the word fundamental is on there. And uh, we, we believe in the fundamentals of the Word of God. We consider ourselves fundamentalists. And, and yet people consider themselves that, and they're really not anymore. It's just a word that's used. It's lost its meaning to a lot of people. Now, it doesn't mean we change the word because it is a good word. It's kind of like the world has taken the word gay, and they've made it bad. But it's still a good word. It was a good word before they went and tried to hijack it. And uh, so uh, I, I, it doesn't, doesn't bother me if we, if we read something, we say something, and talks about someone being gay or happy, uh, not perverted. And uh, yet people, people mis misuse words. The word fundamental sometimes is misused. Uh, uh, standards, people, uh, uh, you'll hear about folks saying they have, they have standards. And, and, uh, and today with the Internet, you know, I always when, when uh, missionaries contact me, and uh, I look at them, I look at them on the, on the Internet, I go to their website or their uh, whatever they have, go to the, uh, uh, the uh, mission board that they're on, and I check it out. 
I also do this. I look and see what church is their sending church. It tells a lot about it. And now with everything out there on uh, you know, uh, Facebook and, and everything else, uh, and, and a lot of them, it's not that you, you know, I don't belong, I don't, I'm not affiliated with Facebook at all, but uh, there's, there, uh, the, you can go on, on and Google it, and you can find, and there's, there's a lot of, I, what I, I'm not sure, I'm not really good with this, but that there's, it's an open book, and uh, you can go there, and you can see things, and I look, and I find some where they call themselves fundamental, independent Baptist folks that have standards, and their standards are not right. They have pictures posted. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. We, uh, when we talk about convictions, uh, people have a wrong idea about convictions. And, and uh, you can say convictions, and yet folks have the, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a term that has kind of been misplaced today. And, and, and we can say even this, too, the word love. Uh, I, I believe that's a pure word. That's a good word, isn't it? And yet the word has been perverted today. And... Um, I heard a preacher uh, happened to come across a, a program one day, and this preacher was uh, uh, saying about how that God wants to God wants to sing to us and dance with us. And I'm like, what in the world is that <laughs> that Jay Bird thinking about? Amen. I mean, he just don't know what he's talking about. And and he he, he at the end of his his little time there, he wanted all everybody to get together and and uh, everyone to dance with each other in the church. Now, again, they 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 they've kind of lost uh, uh, what this love is all about. Love is not about dancing. Uh, the Bible tells us God is love. God is, love is, is really, and that's like even in, in marriage, you know, we talked about that this morning. Uh, real love, that's not infatuation. Uh, it's not lust. There's a difference between those in love. And, and again, those are words that are been uh, taken, taken wrong. But one word or words, I guess we could say faithful and faithfulness is what I'm talking about here tonight, is, is a word that is used loosely too. Uh, I, I, I think about what faithful means. I looked up in the Webster 1828 uh, dictionary, which is a good one. Uh, they're pretty expensive. You buy them, but you can go online and you can read off of that. You can Google that, Webster 1828, and you can just put in a word, and Webster will give you the definition of that word. Uh, Mr. Webster was, was a man who used the word of God in defining words, and uh, I like that. It's a blessing. And uh, so I, I looked it up, and it's, he said this uh, about faithful or faithfulness. He said this, firm in adherence to the truth and the duties of religion. Revelation 2.10, he put in there, he said, Fear none, he, he quoted this, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Listen to this, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He quotes about the Lord saying, you know, we need to be faithful till we die. Uh, I don't care how old we get, we still need to be faithful. And uh, he went on to say, firmly adhering to duty of true fidelity, loyal, true to allegiance as a faithful subject. And he used another word in one of the uh, uh, definitions there. The word was constant, constant. I think we all understand what it means to be faithful in our marriages. It means to, you know, that uh, uh, when we give the, 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 uh, the vows out and, and uh, you know, we, forsaking all others, one, all others is one of the things we say. What happens? That means all the old boyfriends, gone. All the old girlfriends, 
are gone, right? You don't say, I'm going to keep the list just in case. Uh, well, that, that, that faithfulness means nobody else. I don't go on a date with anyone else but my wife. And that's the way it ought to be, amen. You ought to only be on a date with your husband your wife. You don't be hanging around another woman, fellas. You don't, ladies don't be hanging around another man. You'd be faithful to your spouse, amen. A lot of problems with that today and a lot of looseness there of not being faithful. And, uh, and, and constant. We understand what that means to be faithful in our relationship as husband and wife, but God wants us to be faithful to him. Be faithful to him. I thought about God, how that he is faithful. I thought about many different ways God's faithful. He's faithful in his person. Malachi 3, 6 says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. When I say he's faithful in his person, that means this, that God never changes. God is always the same. You know, how refreshing it is when you find somebody that just stays the same. Uh, I think about some of the old preachers that, uh, uh, that I've known for years, you know, back, back growing up. And I, and I looked, I, I thought about, you know, Lester Roloff. And even now, you listen to him on the radio. He sounds like he's, some, he's from another country, doesn't he? Or another world sometimes when you listen to him. And uh, but he was a man who, to his dying day, when that plane went down that he was flying, when he d- went down, he was still the same man he had been. I think about others, uh, John R. Rice, the same thing. And, and I could go on about many different ones that, uh, that, I, that I knew. But then I could also tell you some who, who were not the same. They changed. I think of some of the guys I went to college with that changed. That one day they believed like we believe, but they would not pastor a church like this tonight. They would not have the same standards. They would not have the same beliefs. And, and they changed. But God's faithful in his person. God's also faithful to his people. He's faithful to you and I, isn't he? I mean, he's always there for us. The Bible says in Lamentations 3.22, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. In verse 23, it says, They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. You know, God's there every morning when you wake up, isn't he? And he, he never leaves us, never forsakes us. He is, he is faithful. Uh, you say, well, preacher, sometimes he seems like he's so far away, but he's not. He's faithful to his people. And also God is faithful in his preservation. He's faithful in his preservation. First Peter 1.5 says, Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. And think about this, we're kept by the power of God. That means when I got saved, he keeps me saved. I'm, I'm glad my salvation is not on me to keep. I'm glad I, it's not up to me to keep that salvation because I lose things. Oftentimes I, I, I'll, I'll lose something or I think about something I used to have. And I was saying about a knife. Remember, son, I asked you about it. Just, just, just a reminder to you to look for it. But uh, uh, I, 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 said, I said to him, I said, son, do you remember this knife we used to have? We had a bone handle on it, and I thought it was, and, and, and I know we had it, and it was like always showing up everywhere, and all of a sudden, I don't know where it's at. And, and, and I asked him, I said, do you, do you know where that's at? I, I lost it. I don't know where it's at. It may be somewhere. He may have it. Probably does. So, I mean, he sold it, made lots of money. I don't know. But uh, I, I, I know that sometimes I lose things. Uh, I, I, I lose things. I can't find them until I don't need them anymore. And then I find it. Have you ever been that way? Have that happened to you like that? And, uh, uh, but, but you know what? God, God is, is, is faithful in preserving things that we're preserved by him. I don't keep my salvation because if I had to keep my salvation, I'd probably lose it. But he keeps it. And he never loses it. You know, I've, got, I've got filing cabinet in my office. 
And you know, you're supposed to put things in alphabetical order. But sometimes I'm in a hurry. And then I go looking for it. And I'm telling you, I find, I find all kinds of things. Sometimes I'm looking for like, like something about a sermon. And I look up and what I, pull, I pull it out and there's all the papers of the septic system. <laughs> I don't know. I have a filing cabinet, but sometimes I mess up my files. But I know when God, God has my name written down, he knows exactly in the book where it's written. There's a new name written down in glory we just sang a little bit ago. And he knows where our name's at. I don't think God said, now where did I put that name? God knows why he's faithful and he's good at preserving us. We're his forever. I'll never, I mean, think about how wonderful is this to be able to lay your head on your pillow tonight and know that I'll never be one second in hell. I'll never, one, my, my little pinky finger won't even feel the fires of hell because he preserves us and, and we, we are his. Uh, the Bible says in John 10, 28 and 29, I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Isn't that good? Never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. For my my father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I hear people sometimes say, well, you know, you can lose your salvation. How can you lose it if you're in his hand? I mean, you really think if you lose your hand, that means this. You're taking God's hand and you're prying his fingers off of you and setting you free. That You cannot do that. God preserves us. We're his forever. I'm just thankful for it. You say, yeah, but no yabbits, remember. You say, well, what if we do something bad? You're probably going to do something bad. But the thing of the matter is, you're still God's child. How many after you were born never sinned one time? How many of you always obeyed your mom and dad all the time? Didn't do it, did we? Were you still their child? Yeah. And nothing changes that. When I got born again, I didn't always obey my father. My heavenly father. And it displeased him. And sometimes he had to chasten me. But he never gave me up. Thank the Lord for his preservation. He's faithful in his protection. As Psalm 4, 8 says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. I'm glad the Lord takes care of us, aren't you? I tell you what, a lot of spooky things in this old world today. I mean, the crime is so bad. And uh, we, we, we're in a little area here where it's not as bad as other places, but where I grew up in Chicagoland area, and, uh, which is right between where I lived, was between Chicago and Gary, Indiana, and uh, horrible, horrible places to, to live today. And, and even back then, the crime was, was terrible. I, I'd see my dad sometimes at the business he was in come home bloody uh, because of the, the, the criminals and, and uh, stuff that he had to go through. And I thought, you know, our homes would be broken into murders all the time. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that God takes care of us. He protects us. Uh, and you say, well, preacher, what happens if somebody was to kill you? Um, news for you. You ready? I won't be here. I'll be in heaven. I mean, I like what John Rice said. A man threatened him one day. I know I've said this lots of times, but I love hearing it, so pay attention again. A man threatened him, and he says, you can't threaten me with heaven. I'm glad he protects me. I believe he's faithful in his provision. Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but we got a great God. I just believe we have a great God. When he says, I'll supply all your, all your needs, we, we complain because we don't have all our wants. But let's face it, God's given us a lot of our wants too, hasn't he? You know? I mean, I, I mean let, let's face it. 
we, we could probably get away with having one vehicle. And amazing, many of us in here, most of us in here have more than one vehicle. You know, God's good, isn't he? I, I, I mean, does our refrigerators have to be full? Do we really need to have freezers? God supplies everything, doesn't he? You know what he does? He gives us not only of our needs, he gives us our wants, too. Huh? We got we got so much stuff today, don't we, in America? We are so blessed by the Lord. He's faithful in his provision. He meets our needs. He's also God's faithful to his promises. 2 Timothy 2.13, if we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny, deny himself. You know, if you don't believe him, he's still right and still true. So I just don't believe God created the heavens and the earth. Too bad he, already, he did it, though. So I just can't believe that. I can't believe once saved, always saved. Well, you don't have to believe it. You don't want to, but God saves you and he keeps you. Well, thank the Lord. He's faithful to his promises. He's faithful to his purposes. Job 23, 13, but he is of one in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. You know, he's faithful in his purposes. And whatever the purposes that God has for our life, God is faithful in that purpose. If we'll just say, here I am, use me, God can take you and use you. Because he's faithful in his purpose. You know, I believe God has us all here for a reason. You know, I don't like when people say, well, that child was a mistake. I don't think children are a mistake. I believe God has a reason for everyone that's born. Now, does that mean everybody does what God wants them to do? No. But God has a reason for us here. I find that sometimes in senior citizens. You know, like really old people like 69 and above. All righty. For just a couple more weeks but i i see people, senior citizens sometimes say this i don't know why i'm still around here oh probably because god doesn't have room in heaven for you uh, and you know what sometimes i think god's thinking as grumpy as they are let them stay down there for a while maybe it's you've been so bad that they're still here to pester you maybe that's what it is i don't know we go, why is God not taking me home? I'm my mother-in-law. She grumbled about it all the time. I think God finally got enough of her grumbling and said, all right, come on home. <laughs> Mr. Mock, I believe what happened in heaven there, we always tease about it. Mr. Mock kept saying, Lord, give me a few more years of silence, please. Just let her live down there for a while. Now she's, I'm sure she's not, never mind. I won't even try to think about how it may be there. But uh, I think about God's purpose. God has a reason for us. I uh, think about, you know, sometimes folks get to a place and they go, well, I just can't do anything. Y'all can pray. Everybody can pray, can't they? Yeah, little children can pray. Old folks can pray. Well, I just can't do anything. Old hogwash, you can do something. Probably can do more than what you think you can. But one of the great things you can do is pray. God has you here for a reason. God's faithful to his purposes. God's also faithful that he's always the same. Yesterday, the Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. He's always the same. I know how he has been. I know how he is. And I know how he will be. You say, you know the future. I do about that. I know he's going to be the same tomorrow. I, don't, I, I know he's not going to say, well, you know what, all of a sudden things have changed. No, they haven't. This whole world changes, but God never does. We've, got, we've gotten this, this place now where we want a religion that makes us feel comfortable in this world rather than a religion that is true to the word of God. 
I believe tonight we probably agree with all those things that I gave you. I gave you eight things of them right there that God is not as faithful to us. I was thinking, wouldn't it be fair then if God is so faithful to us that we would be faithful to him? If God would do all those things for us, wouldn't he he have the right to say, I want you to be faithful to me? God's looking for faithful people. Proverbs 20, verse 6 says, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. But here's what I want you to notice about this verse. But he says this, But a faithful man who can find. The Lord said, You know, I got a hard problem. I got a problem here of trying to find some faithful folks. There are a lot of things. We may not have talent, but we can all be faithful. I can't play the piano, can't sing too good. I can't, I, can't, I can't play basketball. I can't, I can't play football. I, 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 lost, I can't build things. But I can be faithful. I can't cook. My wife, she was away that week. So I did cooking. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They were so good. I'm telling you what, it's been a long time since I had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They were so good. I really enjoyed them. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like going to send her away again. <laughs> no, some of you folks in here took care of me, got me some food, and then I went home and ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> God's looking for faithful people. Faithfulness is greater than talent. Because here's the thing, you may be the greatest singer in the world, but if you're not here to sing, you're useless. Faithfulness is, is greater than giving. You may be the greatest giver, but if you're not here to give, you're pretty well useless. Faithfulness is greater than soul winning. You may be the best soul winner in the world, but if you're not witnessing, you're pretty much useless. Faithfulness. We could go on and on about this, but I think we get the idea of the importance of faithfulness. We can just keep doing. We may not do it the best of all the wor- in all the world. We may not do it as good as someone else, but we can always be faithful. We can always be faithful. Look at Matthew chapter number twenty-five with me, please. Matthew chapter number twenty-five. Verse 14, read quite a few verses here. Just follow along if you would, please. For the kingdom of heaven is is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, and the other two, and another one to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Now notice this, God knew the ability of each person there, didn't he? And he gave them the opportunity, every one of them, to do something with the ability they had. Verse 16, Then he that received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them five other, five, made them other five talents. Likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But the, he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents, came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents now. And his Lord said unto him, notice what the Lord said, 
Well done. Now, good and what kind of servant? Faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee rule over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy, of thy Lord. He also had, he also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. Now think about this. The other fellow, uh, how many talents did he have? He had five. This guy's got less, doesn't he? He only has two. What's he do? He does the same thing. He, uh, he, he takes care of things. Verse 22 again. Uh, let's see. Did I read all of verse 22? And look at verse 23. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make the rule over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Wait. Think, think about it. One had five and, and one had two. And yet God said, I, I, You have been faithful. God has given us opportunities. God has given us talents to use. We better dead sure use all the talent that we have. If all I can do is be there, I can do that. But if I can be there and do something, I better do that too. In other words, I think God's saying here, don't compare yourself to someone else and say, well, I'm faithful. Not if you have more talent, you're not using that talent. You're not being faithful. So God, two times out of the three fellows here he's given talents to, two of them he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Let's see, where are we at? Verse number 24. Then he which had received the one talent came and said. Now, I believe this guy that had one talent had the opportunity to do the same thing the other fellows did. And the Lord knew what he could handle, knew he could do it. Then we which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast, that is thine. He was afraid. You know, he ought not have been afraid. He ought to have been trusting. Trusting God. God, God knew what was going on. God getting it. And what happened? Verse 26, his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou, oh my, what a different story here. Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather when I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with treasury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and shall have, uh, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he left and cast ye the unprofitable servant unto our unto outer darkness there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth well, what a difference there you know what the difference was faithfulness you said well how, how do you know why do you know it was faithfulness that's what the lord said there he said well done thou good and faithful servant use what god gave them you know god's given us all opportunities you think about this. Every time the doors are open at church is an opportunity. We have a Bible that God's given us, an opportunity to read our Bible. He's sent us, he puts us in places with lost people. He gives us opportunities. The truth of the matter is, being faithful is a commandment, not an option. It's a commandment by God. Faithfulness, faithfulness is a blessing and not a cursing. You say, well, you know what, if God wants me to be faithful, that's going to be hard on me. No, I'll tell you what, faithful folks are happy about it. It's difficult to come up with excuses all the time. So what will help us be faithful? Well, if we'll be faithful to the Lord, just him being as the object of our faithfulness ought to help things. Because all he's done for us.
out of love because we love him. I ought to be faithful to God, to God because I love him. He loves me. So I just don't love God like I should. Well, you ought to hit the altar and get right with God. Start loving God again. He loves you. He never stopped loving you. He never loved you any. He will never love you any less. He loves you as much as ever. What we, we ought to be faithful because we love him. Well, we ought to be faithful because we fear him. You say, man, that don't sound right. If you love him, why would you fear him? Well, the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 6, Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. It doesn't mean we walk around like this all the time, like, oh, my. But understanding that having a fear of the Lord, that means it's talking about a respect for him. He's my father. Remember when we were all kids? Now, you guys probably still do, right? But I, you remember when you were a kid, you adults? All right. Remember how it was, man, you'd be acting up and all of a sudden dad walk in. Well, you straightened up then, didn't you? What happens? You had a fear of your dad. Did that mean that you always you went and huddled in a corner somewhere? No. You just knew that dad was the boss. We get to the place realizing our heavenly father's the boss. We'd have a fear too. The Bible says, let all, uh, Psalm 33, verse 8, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. So we ought to be faithful to the Lord because we love him, because of fear. And we ought to be faithful to the Lord out of debt. And I owe him a lot for what he's done for me. Jesus paid it all like the song. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin and left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. He paid a debt that I could not pay. I owed it. I couldn't pay it. So what I can do, I couldn't pay the debt of sin. I could not, I could not die for my sins. I couldn't do enough good for my sins. But I, he did everything for me. Why, surely I ought to say out of debt, you know, Lord, I owe it to you. We need to be faithful to our family. Husbands need to be faithful to their wives. And wives need to be faithful to their husbands. Amen. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so, so sickened by so much of unfaithfulness today in America. And, uh, you know, nobody, nobody wants to get married. They just think, well, you know, it really doesn't matter. I don't know. You get married, you're faithful to each other. Till death do us part. That's what we do. He said, well, that's old-fashioned. I know. Next, last time I checked, it's an old-fashioned book. Faithful to our husbands, our wives, children, be faithful to your parents. And parents, be faithful to your children. He said, well, I, I take care of them. Faithful, this, what I'm talking about, being faithful to your children on being the right example to them. Have them in church. Have them doing the right things. Being faithful to your church. Faithful to attend. Thank the Lord the doors are open. I'm glad you're here tonight. We need to be faithful in giving. We have the opportunity to give. I don't, I don't preach about giving all the time. I don't talk about money, do I? You know I don't. People, sometimes people say, preachers, that's all they do is talk about money. I don't talk about money. We have an offering every time we have the service. And, and it's free will offering. I, I've never seen uh, anybody put someone up against the wall and, sh- and have a shakedown. I think that wall in your back pocket there, sir, has got a lot more money in it. It's like when I go to the doctors and they go, okay, get on the scale. And they weigh me and I go, I'm sorry, but it wouldn't be so much if it wasn't for all that money in my wallet. You say, is there that much money in your wallet? No, but it sounds like a good excuse, doesn't it? I would have to, I hate to say it. Well, the reason it's so heavy is there because all that bacon I have in my wallet. And they would say, it's not in your wallet, sir, but it's on you. Faithful to give, faithful in labor. 
Now, thank the Lord we can work for the Lord. Work for the night is coming, the song says. Faithful in labor, faithful to exhort and to edify. You know, the folks, you know, sometimes folks come to church and had, had a rough day, rough week. Do you know why it's good for us to be in church? So we can be there and edify other folks. What a blessing it is. Yeah, I mean, do, do you get it? When we come to church and we mingle together and we talk together, it's like a wonderful thing. I enjoy the fellowship. Let's have ice cream and pizza tonight. Want to? All right, who's buying? I'll go with you wherever you want to. All right, I'll come to your house if you want to. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, the fellowship is a wonderful thing, be around God's people. I don't like being around the world's folks. You know, I go to Walmart, and you got some, some woman over there. She's got a filthy mouth. She's just jabbering and everything, or she looks like, I don't know what, she just walked off the street, you know. And, I mean, I mean, just, just as wicked. You see some guy, too. He just, he just I'm like, about scary looking. I tell you, how wonderful it is to come to church. Fellowship. Faithful in labor, faithful to exhort and edify, faithful to our fellow man, faithful in an example. Somebody needs to be an example to everyone else. You know, these kids on the front row need us to be an example. All these little girls in here need an example. You know, I'm thinking, I, I, don't, I don't want them to, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, ta- Taylor Swift. I don't want Taylor Swift to be their idol. I want them to say, those ladies in church, I want to grow up like them. I want these boys to be, now Michael Jackson's dead, but I mean, if you want to act dead, go ahead. But, but uh, I, I don't want Michael Jackson to be their hero. I don't want LeBron James or Michael Jordan to be their hero either. I think it'd be great if they could say, you know what? My hero's in our church. Some of those men in our church, faithful. They're just always there. Be faithful in our witness. I think Brother Goddard, had that illustration the other day of that magician guy who's an atheist. And he said, can I tell you how, how you can be saved? And told him how to be saved. The man said, I'm an atheist. And then he said this, and I, I wrote, wrote it down. He said this to him. He said, how much would you have to hate someone to not tell them what you just told me? If we have the answer, why would we tell it? And this guy, an atheist, says you must really hate people if you don't tell them. Be faithful in our witness. Somebody needs to be faithful. You say, well, preacher, you know, some of those areas you talked about, I feel like I'm okay on that. That's fine. Maybe it'll check off some of those things. But the thing is, it's not if we have a lot or the majority. God wants us to be faithful in everything. Everything. Is it possible for that to be? Yes. Because here's what makes the difference. It's what we choose. It's what we choose. Y'all made a choice to come to church tonight. You, you, you made a choice about all week long. You made choices. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. You've been making some good choices. It's amazing how people are off and on, off one minute and on the next, and, and they go through the Christian life off and on. And uh, I've seen folks, you know, been, been in church long enough, I've seen folks where, you know, that, that they're in church and then they're out of church. And they're in church and they're out of church. That's a lack of faithfulness. I, I, you know, I, a, lot, a lot of times, you know, preachers come, they go, oh, you know, your pastor's been here 40 years. And, and you all have been so good to me about that, too. But the thing is, I owe that to the Lord. 
I'm like, what kind of pastor would I be if I didn't stay faithful and, and keep preaching these things? And, and, and uh, I, just, I just think, it, you know, it's, 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 it's our job to be faithful, every one of us, and it's our privilege to be faithful. Folks that say, well, you know, I just can't be faithful. They're faithful to their jobs. They go to work when it's raining. They go to their job if their stomach doesn't feel good or, you know, like my, my nose is running. That's why they made handkerchiefs and tissues. They said, well, I just don't want to give everybody germs. But what about those folks at work? You give them the germs at work. It's called excuses to not be faithful. What's the Bible say? We read it. Proverbs 20, verse 6, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man, who can find? Who can find? See, preacher, I can point out some areas I'm doing well in. Praise the Lord. Now point out the areas you're not doing so well in and work on those. Let God come to Heritage Baptist Church and find some faithful folks. And I believe he can find some tonight. I thank you so much for being here. I mean, think about it. Beautiful day. We had all kinds of excuses to do. I was on my way to church tonight, I saw people up mowing the grass, outside playing. Man, they were, they were out there at, 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 uh, at, at Richie's getting ice cream. It's not sin. Just go there and get ice cream. But the thing is, it's church. It's Sunday. I don't think anybody ought to be out mowing grass on Sunday. You say, where does it say that in the Bible? I don't know. <laughs> but it's the Lord's Day. I just, you know, I'm not out there washing my car and, 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 and do, doing the, the grass. I don't, I'm not doing that on Sunday. Why? It's the Lord's Day. I, I, want, I want what neighbors can see me, and not very many where I live. But I want them to know they can count on when it's church time, that car's going out of the driveway. Now, I don't know what they were thinking the other week. My wife gone. I was just all by myself. I think my neighbor thought I killed her and buried her in the backyard. I'm sure he scratches his head man, every time he's, she's always with him, and she wasn't there all week long. I wonder what's going on. Turn the news on. And then I thought, how funny is it? You know, now she's back, and I'm sure they're out there looking in the win- out the window going, she's back. And he looks sad. (laughs) But you know, there may be some areas in our life where we're just not so faithful. But we can't be. What we ought to say is, you know, Lord, I'm I'm trying my best, but help me do better. Who can find? Who can find? But uh, but a faithful man, who can find? And I hope the Lord could come to Heritage Baptist Church and say, man, I found a whole bunch of them. I found a whole bunch of men and women faithful. That's something every one of us can do. Again, you may not have the talent somebody else has. But whatever God's given you, you can use it and be faithful with it. Amen. You say, but all I can do is sit there. Be faithful sitting there. All I could do is just, I could, I could pick up my hymnal and try to sing. Be faithful in doing that. Whatever it is. Well, I could just go up and shake hands. You never realize what that might do to make someone's day and really make their week. Be faithful. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight that you are faithful to us. Lord, what an example you are 
to each and every one of us and help us to be faithful to you. Help us be faithful in our families and faithful in our church and Lord, faithful as friends and, and husbands and wives and kids and parents. Lord, help us all be faithful. And Lord, we just thank you so much again tonight. We are so convinced that you're faithful to us. Lord, we don't need you to work on your faithfulness. It's perfect. But we've got to work on our own faithfulness sometimes. Uh, think of that little song we used to sing a long time ago about excuses. The devil, he'll supply them. If from church, you'll stay away. Oh, God, help us. Help us not listen to the devil's excuses. Help us be faithful, no matter what it is. No matter what, the, what it is that we're able to do for you, help us be faithful. Lord, speak to us about it now in this invitation time. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed, maybe you're here tonight. You're not sure you're saved. You can come and trust Christ tonight. It's another opportunity for you to be saved it may be the last opportunity if you're not saved. A Christian tonight, are you faithful? Can God find faithfulness in you? Say, preacher, I'm not perfect. Well, guess what? We're all in that same boat. But we can all work on being faithful. We can all work on that. May God someday say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And say you did more than somebody else but you were faithful with what he gave you. Remember those men? One had five, one had two, one had one. The five and the two. Man, a whole difference. And yet both were faithful because they used what God gave them. God's given you some talents. God's given you abilities. Be faithful with them. Father, bless the invitation time now. I pray that you'll speak to us even now, that Lord, that we'll... Work on these things, and Lord, help us to be more faithful than ever before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.